In what ways does Jesus' kingdom seem upside down? Hey there, I'm Emily Tenter, and this is Unlocked, your daily key to unlocking God's word in your life. Today, we're looking at part four in our series by Taylor Ising, all about Jesus. Yesterday, Andrew talked about Jesus as the suffering servant, and today our story is called Jesus, the Savior of the World. The Gospel of Luke is actually part of a two-part series by Luke called Luke Acts. Together they show Jesus establishing his kingdom here for all of humanity and the early church living out and expanding that kingdom, Acts 1, 6-8. Luke emphasizes Jesus came for the lost, the poor, marginalized, oppressed, and hurting, both Jew and Gentile. Luke focuses on the justice and mercy of the gospel, illustrating that the kingdom of Jesus is upside down. The oppressed are raised up, and those pridefully at the top of society are humbled. Luke emphasizes this upside-down kingdom in a few ways. In chapter 3, he traces Jesus' genealogy all the way back to Adam. This isn't just because Luke felt like doing extra homework. He did this on purpose to show Jesus came to save the whole world, not just Israel. Jesus is the fulfillment of the plan God has had since the very beginning of creation, long before Israel existed. Throughout the rest of the book, we hear of Jesus eating with the outcasts, prostitutes, corrupt tax collectors, and people with leprosy and other diseases. And he wanted these people to become his kingdom citizens. On the other hand, Jesus consistently criticized the Pharisees, who needed him too, for failing to extend mercy, grace, and justice to the hurting. Then, Jesus demonstrated the ultimate picture of the upside-down kingdom. He, God in flesh, willingly died on the cross to make a way for us, sinners and outcasts, to be reconciled with God. He rose from the dead, defeating sin and death on our behalf and promising to return to make all things new, free from sin and death forever. And he sent his spirit to be in us now. For Luke's audience, this was exactly what they needed to hear. He wrote to the early church so that they could know with certainty that the gospel is true and be encouraged to spread the good news and pursue mercy for the oppressed. Luke's accurate account, Luke 1-3, would equip the church to answer the questions inevitably raised by their upside-down lifestyle. Because of Luke's gospel, when the early church was asked, why do you hang out with outcasts? They could smile and say, let me tell you. Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. So let's talk about this. In what ways might Jesus' kingdom seem upside down? How was Jesus' coming surprising? Jesus came for lost ones, for us. We all need him. When was the time you felt lost? Spend some time in the Word today reading about Jesus, our Savior. Check out Isaiah 56, 1-8, Isaiah 58, 1-14, Luke 1, 1-4, and 1 Timothy 3, 16 to keep God's Word alive in your life. Thanks so much for being here for this episode of Unlocked, a production of Keys for Kids Ministries. Be sure to come back tomorrow because Andrew is going to be reading part five in our series on Jesus called Jesus, the Great I Am. Don't miss it. And don't miss the updates, encouragements, jokes, and more we post on our social media pages. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Unlocked Devo. And that's it for me. Until next time, I am Emily Tenter, encouraging you to live your life unlocked, opening the door to God in your life.